Welcome back to another episode of the Hatchet's weekly news podcast, Getting to the Bottom of It. I'm Sajal Govindarao. This week, the Hatchet published its annual basketball guide, which gives students an inside look at what to expect from both the men's and women's teams this season. On today's episode, we have Hatchet's sports editor, Roman Bobek, and the Hatchet's contributing sports editor, Nuria Diaz. They both worked so hard to put the guide together with their reporting in the recent week. So, Roman, Nuria, how are we feeling with basketball season just kind of getting into the swing of things? Um, I'm feeling good. It's nice to be covering these games in person again, you know, seeing the fans back in action. Uh, it was weird kind of covering it last year over Zoom. So it's it's nice to see the players. And now I remember, um, you know, how tall they are. <laughs> so that's always fun. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. We can finally actually see the game and be in the game, not just have to see it through a screen. Yeah, it's awesome now that press can report live. And during the pandemic, because of COVID regulations, basketball couldn't have a student section. Do you think that changes the game for our players seeing that support in the stands? Oh, I think it definitely does. You know, I think it helps them gain a sense of momentum if they're, you know, scoring some nice points. Yeah, it's just different because, you know, home court advantage is now home court advantage again. You got the crowd yelling, making noise when the other team is shooting free throws, stuff like that. That stuff does go a long way in the end. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like in the recent home games, you've seen the players and even the coach interacting with the crowd, which has really rubbed the mood. Like you've seen them when they go on high runs that they just get so motivated with everyone screaming and just cheering on them on. So how are the teams doing? Both our men's and women's teams started off their season strong, um, but in the recent games, the men's team hasn't been doing so hot. They're on a four-game losing streak. The women's team had a three-game losing streak, but came back and won uh, the other night. So so tell us what we can expect going forward and, and what we're seeing right now. Yeah, um, on the women's side, it's kind of been a mixed start. Um, their defense has been consistent and reliable, so that's kind of one of their main strengths kind of moving forward their offense is something that uh you know has been on more inconsistent side and coach McCombs has kind of uh, preached patience with that that will kind of develop as the season moves on so yeah they're they're two and two right now they had a great home opener comeback win um you know started off slow and then really found a spark of that second quarter and came back with a dominant win and then you know Virginia Tech they played like a power five conference school so it's a it's a nationally ranked team, so they learned some things from that, but you know, not a not a nice loss. And then recently they had a, a nice win over um, Old Dominion with a clutch three pointer at the end, so that's exciting. But uh, they also let them score like sixteen points in a comeback, so kind of a rocky start. But um, hopefully they'll see improvement going forward. Yeah, and for the men's team, um, they started off in a good run in their first game. But from the first game, you can start noticing that the team has been isolating too much and not really penetrating the defense. So that's kind of led them to not be able to, like, shoot in the paint because the other team can, like, overtake their offense with their defense. There's also been a rise in fouling for GW, which has led, like, other teams to be able to outscore them with free throws. So the team currently is still finding its way, especially since – you know, it was a skeleton roster when they began. They have a lot of new players that aren't used to playing at the D1 level or simply just aren't used to playing with the other players. So they're still getting used to that and getting used to a new coach, uh, Coach Christian, who for some, again, is a new coach and trying to change their style into a new one that will encapsulate this new team. Roman, you talked about 
Coach McCombs really strong defensive style and strategy. Nuria and you talked about kind of bringing up some of those up and coming players. Uh, the starting squad for the men's team has two sophomores. So can you talk a little bit about strategy and what tactics we can expect going forward um, and what's been working for them? What hasn't been working for them? Yeah, I guess on the women's side, um, you know, they want to really use their strength in the post on offense. Um, they've got uh, a lot of play players who can score inside, you know, power their way through contact. You know, Maya Watai was one of those players. Ty Moore's great, a great shooter, um, you know, 15 feet and in. Uh, so they really want to, you know, use their uh, strength and physicality. Shooting from the outside is not one of their main strengths. They haven't been great from three-point range right now. So they want to just kind of continue to pound it inside um, and hopefully improve in three-point shooting over the year kind of thing. And then continue to just rely on that defense, like I said earlier. Yeah, and the men's team is kind of moving away from the defensive mayhem that Coach Christian is usually categorized for. Um, so during the summer, they had a summer bonding to bring in the new players and just practice new offensive plays and get used to playing with each other. So that's, um, Coach Christian said that was a big factor in how kind of they're doing this semester, this season just because it was it helped them build more camaraderie and just really build out that bond. And again, just like kind of move the team away from holding that defensive mayhem into a more offensive style, which we've seen throughout the games, um, especially with players like Bemisil, who have really been outscoring um, the his other teammates and rekilling the junior. And that's kind of like where they're kind of heading into more of an offensive style. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of the standout players. Can you tell me more about some of who those key players are? Yeah, um, I guess on the women's side, it's kind of been, you know, they just kind of, over the past couple of games, they've had different people step up at different points. From the first game, I would say Moore and Taiwo were definitely, you know, the key players in that victory. But, you know, you've had other contributors throughout, you know, the rest of the games that have contributed to wins, like uh, Frames really stepped up last win. Webster's been good scoring points for the team as well. Um, so they've been kind of getting it from everyone, which is nice to see. Um, and that's something they're going to have to do moving forward if, you know, they try to take away, you know, their strength in the in the post. Yeah, for the men's, um, Massimil has been really the top scorer for the team, averaging 28 to 70 and hitting three dunks for GW. Um, he's just been really dominating the court and just showing what he's capable of. And then rekilling the junior has also been great. He's been averaging um, point, 0.4 a uh, clip and has just been like really controlling the court and helping the new players kind of understand where they're at and just helping the team move along. Yeah. And going forward, do we see the men winning in their next game? And do we see the women's team building off of their recent win? Uh, yeah, I think the women's team certainly has potential to, you know, build a little bit of a, a win streak here. Um, you know, they, they go against uh, Quinnipiac on Monday, and that they definitely have uh, the chance to make that a game. They just got to make sure they uh, hit their shots, basically. That's the most important thing for them because their defense is something they're always going to be able to rely on. You know, they kept Minnesota down to season-low 48 points. They've kept a lot of teams – under 50 points thus far uh, this season. So they just need to continue to do that and then make sure they're, you know, playing complimentary basketball, you know, having their offense do the work as well. And then after Quinnipiac, they'll go to the San Juan shootout. 
over like Thanksgiving break. Shout out Nuria. So, yeah. Yeah, and the men's team, um, they're currently in a two-week break until the Naples Invitational. Um, and after talking to Coach Christian in the press conference on the past game is Friday, he said that they'll keep working on just handling the ball better and being able to penetrate offenses in an easier play. So that's something that they kind of need to work on, just being able to score. Because as we've seen, they've kind of gotten into the trend that during the first half, they do really well. But during the second half, they start getting into scoring droughts. So that's something that the team is kind of looking to eliminate and just work on it to play better. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you in the press booth. For more coverage on GW basketball, make sure to follow the Hatchet Sports section and check out this year's basketball guide. Getting to the Bottom of It is hosted by Alec Rich and produced by Sarah Sachs. I'm Sajel Govindrao. See you next time.